With what might be the only timeline told more out of order than Star Wars, okay yes, Zelda as well, Street Fighter has been bouncing back and forth into the future and past and trying to piece together a cohesive story for some 35 years now. With Street Fighter 6 slated to come out next in June, we're at a rare occurrence where we'll actually be at the latest point in the franchise's timeline. The last time this happened, by the way, was in Street Fighter 3, which came out over 20 years ago. Now, we've been looking at character histories for a number of, well, characters in other videos on this channel, and something we've noticed is the fact that many fighters and story threads seem to be in need of something new, as the majority of ongoing struggles, many of which had to do with getting revenge on a now dead M. Bison, have been resolved. That said, we have four big questions going into Street Fighter VI that we're very much hoping to get answers to. First up, will Ryu and Akuma finally have their big ol' fight to the death? Series poster boy Ryu has become a master of his martial arts craft in Street Fighter VI, symbolized in part by the fact that he's now wearing the same kind of Buddhist robe his master, Goken, used to wear. But of course, he wasn't always this strong. Ryu began in Street Fighter I as a special kind of Chosen One character who had more inner potential than most anyone else. And an overarching question that's followed Ryu through his entire Street Fighter career has been whether or not he'd embrace the evil Satsui no Hado energy and use it to access insane levels of power at the cost of transforming into a demon and shedding his very humanity. Ryu first encountered this dark energy when he unknowingly tapped into it at the end of Street Fighter 1 to defeat Sagat and give him that iconic chest scar of his. Next in Street Fighter Alpha, Akuma, an evil uncle type character to Ryu who himself has embraced the Satsui no Hado, fights and is about to defeat the young warrior, but recognizes the great potential within him. Akuma allows Ryu to live, but only on the stipulation that he lean into the dark energy and reach his maximum power so that the two can do battle again in the future and Akuma can test himself against the ultimate challenge. Ryu then struggles with whether or not to use this admittedly awesome power in the events of Street Fighter 4, and then ultimately finds a way to balance this energy with the Satsui no Hado's opposite, the power of nothingness, in Street Fighter 5. This seems to imply that he's mastered the fighting style and surpassed his problem, but he never really did end up fighting Akuma even in Street Fighter 3, where the two should have made good on the promise from Alpha 1. Instead, Ryu only got stronger by training under Oro, and now he's at his absolute best in Street Fighter 6. Without an inner struggle to deal with, it seems very likely and a very good time for an old Ryu and a now even older Akuma to finally have their big cinematic showdown. Next, is the franchise's biggest villain, M. Bison, actually going to stay dead? Ryu conclusively killed M. Bison during the events of Street Fighter V, and the evil dictator didn't appear during the later timeline events of Street Fighter III. In fact, SF3 is the only mainline game he hasn't been playable in to date since he was first introduced in Street Fighter 2. That's seemingly about to change as the antagonist isn't part of Street Fighter 6's launch roster nor its first batch of DLC, meaning Capcom may have actually gotten rid of him. That said, M. Bison has died before, a few times, and he's always found a way to come back. What's more, a ton of Street Fighter characters were made in Shadaloo Labs as clone bodies for M. Bison to transfer his soul into in the event of his death, so the idea of him coming back and inhabiting another body has long been on the table. With that in mind, JP is a brand new character introduced as the new big bad guy for Street Fighter 6, essentially filling in Bison's boots this time around. 
We know very little about JP, but have seen him utilize an unnamed purple energy that looks a whole hell of a lot like Psycho Power, the trademark energy Bison has always used. No Street Fighter villains have even come close to the same levels of notoriety and popularity as M. Bison has amongst fans. Nor has any one figure been as connected to as many other character storylines as the evil dictator. As such, we have a hard time believing that Capcom won't eventually bring Bison back to Street Fighter VI as DLC, unless we find out that he's indeed been infused with the likes of JP or something along those lines. The character's influence just feels too big and his draw too wide for him to be fully skipped over, and though it does feel like that's what Capcom is doing this time around, we're still waiting for a few more answers about whom JP really is before we write off Bison entirely. The third question we have going into Street Fighter VI, has Ken been changed forever? And no, we're not talking about the fact that he finally doesn't have bananas for hair anymore, though we do hope that that particular transformation is a lasting one. Ken Masters is the only character besides Ryu who has both appeared and been playable in virtually every Street Fighter entry, including SF1. Though he has seen some character evolution over the years, Ken has more or less always been tied to a theme of having abundance, but struggling with figuring out how to balance and prioritize his three loves, fighting, finances, and family. The billionaire playboy has often had to shelve his love for fighting in order to attend to his massively successful business ventures as well as to his wife and son, but things have been flipped entirely for him in Street Fighter VI. For the first time, we'll be seeing Ken stripped of both his family and his money as we know he's been framed for a terrorist attack and thus has been forced to go on the lam and live more or less as a vagrant while he tries to clear his name from the streets. Having no choice but to leave his business and distance himself from his family to protect them, Ken has gone from a place of having too much to having absolutely nothing, and such a transition could have lasting effects on him. This might be a one-off kind of thing where Ken fixes all of his problems and goes back to his traditional life by the end of Street Fighter VI, but we have to wonder if Capcom is taking this opportunity to transform Street Fighter's deuteragonist more permanently and send him down a new thematic path for the foreseeable future. Come to think of it, such a vulnerable state as this could lead to the return of the brainwashed violent Ken. Just saying. The final major question we have pertains to the huge storyline cliffhanger we got at the very end of Street Fighter V. Fortune teller Rose was added during the final season of SF5, and in her story she senses an incredible power apparently emanating from the Earth. She discovers that it's specifically G, the president of the world, that is the source of said power, and though she defeats him in a fight, she soon realizes the entire planet is headed for an inescapable apocalypse. G taunts her as she sees this, finally revealing that his apparent benevolence was indeed a facade the entire time. The world is going to end, says Rose, as if a gigantic glacier fell into the ocean, and now it's too late to find a way to stop it. After meditating on the coming catastrophe a bit more, Rose comes to the conclusion that the only way to try to stop it from happening is to travel back in time and get the younger version of herself to stop whatever evil this is before it takes root. She specifically notes that she must go back to Zero, which might be a reference to the Alpha games as Street Fighter Alpha was also called Street Fighter Zero in Japan, takes place very early in the franchise timeline, and was when Rose was first introduced as a character. 
Neither Rose nor G are in Street Fighter 6 and won't be until at least the second season of DLC, so we're not exactly holding our breath for immediate answers to this crazy cliffhanger. But is Capcom simply going to drop a high-stakes bomb like this on us and then not follow it up at all? Well, they very well could, based on how they've gone about their storytelling in the past, but we're really hoping to get at least some answers on this before the full story of Street Fighter VI has been told. Well, those are our four biggest questions regarding the emerging chapter of Street Fighter, but we'd love to hear if you have any that you're hoping to have answered in the next game as well. Sound off in the comments below with your biggest wonders and theories so that we can keep the conversation going. If you're interested in full character stories for Ryu, Jury, Chun-Li, Ken, and others leading up to Street Fighter VI, check out this playlist right here. I've been John Velociraptor Guerrero for Event Hubs. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you, if the world doesn't end first, in Street Fighter VI.